Hey everybody, this is Emar Silver 2. Welcome to another edition of the Technical State of Georgia Athletics. We're going to preview tomorrow's contest between Georgia State and Arkansas State on the gridiron. We are recording this on November 19th, 2021. Hope all is well out there for you. As always, to follow everything that we do, head to the mothership to sportsinquire.net, premier site for news and notes in the world of sports. Now, I know this is football-focused, but I do have to highlight some Georgia State content that we have on the site right now. For example, we have the interview that we were able to get with Misha Griffin from the Georgia State volleyball team following their first-round win over Arkansas State in the Sun Belt Tournament. They are playing as we speak right now in their matchup against South Alabama, but you can go back to our site and see that interview. You can also go to our site and follow the Georgia State men's soccer team. We were able to speak with Brent Surrency before their matchup against Charlotte, which they won last night in the first round of the NCAA tournament. By the time you listen to this, hopefully we'll have another interview with Brent Surrency and maybe a player before their matchup against Georgetown in the second round of the NCAA tournament on November 21st. And then also you can go to our social media platforms such as Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under Sports Inquire. You do a search on there, and you'll be able to see everything that we have going on. And then finally, head to our audio and video host, such as YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Anchor is also. Just go under the Sports Inquire, do a search for us, and you will be able to keep track of everything that we have going on. Yeah, so Georgia State prepares to host Arkansas State, on November 20th, Georgia State is coming off its first ever win over a ranked opponent, and they have two more regular season contests at home, beginning with their matchup against Arkansas State. So Georgia State was able to win last week's contest 42-40 to at National and Coastal Carolina to improve its record in a 5-5 overall and 4-2 and in the Sun Belt Conference. So the Panthers have now won five of their last six contests, after a slow start to the season. Arkansas State is coached by former Tennessee head coach Butch Jones, and they picked up their first conference victory last Saturday over Louisiana Monroe. The uh, Wolves record coming in, Red Wolves, got to get it right, the Red Wolves record coming into this contest is 2-8 overall and 1-5 and in the Sun Belt Conference. Here is Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott on facing Arkansas State. But it's a... Uh... You know, you got to turn and then you got to go and get ready for an Arkansas State bunch to come in here. Uh, we've been watching them. Uh, they just got their first win uh, over an FBS school against ULM uh, this past weekend. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to come in here ready to play. And I, I'm not one that, that, that thinks anything's easy. We're going to have to go out here and we're going to have to prepare. And we're going to have to uh, really know exactly that we've got to play the hardest and longest for 60 minutes to get a win this weekend. Uh, they will be ready to play. They're going to be well coached. Uh, you know, I, I reminded our, our team a little bit of last year's game. They had 609 yards of total offense. They threw it for 551 yards. And, and then uh, offensively, we would conceal the deal in the last drive to go get the win um, in, in front of a live national audience. Uh, so that, that that's something to remember. But it's a new staff. Coach Jones does a nice job, and I'm sure uh, they'll be ready to play. And as I mentioned, the Panthers actually have won four of their last five games. And the only loss in that stretch was a, a defeat at nationally ranked Louisiana. 
Uh, and Georgia State had a lead up until the final few minutes of that contest. Three of those four wins have come on the road. They won at Texas State, Louisiana Monroe, and as I mentioned, Coastal Carolina. The Panthers are now tied for first in the Sun Belt East with Coastal and Appalachian State. So the conference championship is still in the running for the Panthers. Here is Elliot on the importance of this Arkansas State contest. I don't believe in the sales job. I don't believe in it in recruiting. I don't believe in it selling to our team. Uh, we've got an opportunity to finish up very strongly. This is an opportunity for us to become bowl eligible, uh, to have a chance for postseason play, to get another conference win. And I have no idea what might occur here in the next couple of weeks. We've got a lot at stake. Uh, I think we can finish if we go and finish it the right way. Um, and I don't want to look past Arkansas State, but in our next two contests, I think it'll be the best conference uh, uh, win-loss record we've ever had. Um, so there, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake. And they understand. I told them point blank. I said, this team will come in here ready to play. And I, I, I reminded them about last year's game and what we have to do to prepare and go out and play. We've uh, we've been pretty decent keeping our head down and moving forward the last couple of weeks. And we've got to continue to do it this week. We're playing at home. That's going to be a little bit different. You know, like coming back to home after three weeks being on the road. Uh, so uh, hopefully we're going to have a, a nice crowd here and we're going to be ready to play Arkansas State. Yeah, and the Panthers' big part of the offense has been the rushing attack. They rank 17th in the nation in rushing, averaging more than 215 yards uh, on uh, yards per contest on the ground. Running backs uh, Jemias Williams and Tucker Gregg, as well as uh, Darren Granger, the quarterback, have been a big part of that. Arkansas State does come into this contest with the conference's worst defense, giving up 529 yards per contest. Their last in rushing defense, giving up more than 263 yards a game, and points per game, giving up more than 41 points per contest. Here is Coach Elliott on the team's offensive approach against the Wolves. There is, there is, but I mean, it's what, it's, it's what we do. I mean, uh, so we go into every week trying to find a way to, to best attack and, and running the football, and we do it passing as well. But, uh, you know, we, we don't really pay a whole lot of attention to the stats and all that stuff. We just – and that's a good thing because, you know, you don't go change your game plan because uh, their secondary is poor or something like that. You've got to do what you do well and, and continuously do that. I mean – you can't have the flavor of the week. Oh, we're going to be a throwing game, this throwing team this week and, and all that. If you do things consistently well, then you need to keep doing them. And right now we're doing that. And just so happens our throw game came along uh, last week. So, you know, if you keep the balance, I think we're going to be okay. Now, on the flip side, Arkansas State does lead the conference in passing yards, averaging more than 320 yards per game in the air. Uh, Lance uh, Lane Hatcher the starting quarterback has been a big part of that. I asked Coach Elliott about defending Arkansas State and that passing attack. Well, they throw the football 70% of the time, uh, and they're going to throw it around the yard. So uh, that that's a challenge in itself. Uh, we have got to generate great pass rush, and, and we've got to get some pressure on him. Uh, but he was the same guy he was a year ago, and he's coming in here, and I'm sure he remembers throwing all them uh, yards last year. So – you know that that that's it. Uh, we've got to keep that uh, that pass game in check, and you know they're going to sprinkle in the run effectively. But uh, we we understand 
offensively for them, it's a it's 70% throw, and that, that's what they're going to try to do. And a big part of that, defending the pass, is going to be the pass rush. As Coach Elliott mentioned, they throw about 70% of the time, which means there are going to be ample opportunities for the pass rushers to get to Hatcher, the quarterback. Here is Elliott on the Panthers' pass rush. A little bit, but, uh, you know, there, there's one thing about passing teams. When they do it really well, uh, you know, they, they know where they're going and what they have to do. Uh, so sometimes that, that blitzing right there can catch you a little bit off guard because they're so quick in decision-making. Uh, when you have a smart quarterback like that, and he's been in a system where they that's what they do, and, and they know where the protection slid to, they know where the front's coming from, and they can deliver the fo- football. Sometimes that can put you in a bad situation. Um, during the course of the week, we're going to get a better idea about the opportunity to put some pressure on him, and, or do we need to sit back a little bit? But that'll all be kind of figured out here in the next day or so. Yeah, if you look at the series, Arkansas State does hold the lifetime series lead over the Panthers 6-1, to and the series began in 2013. Uh, last season was one of the highest-scoring games in Sun Belt history, with the Red Wolves emerging with a 59-52 to victory. The teams combined for nearly 1,200 yards of total offense. Tucker Gregg had 146 rushing yards, and Sam Pickney had six catches for 126 yards and three touchdowns. Speaking of Pickney, him and Cornelius McCoy have been struggling to get on the field consistently uh, for the Panthers. Coming into the season, probably the two top receivers on the Panthers roster. But we've seen them in the lineup more consistently, including that Coastal Carolina game. Here's Coach Elliott on having wide receivers Cornelius McCoy and Sam Pickney getting back into the lineup consistently. How good was it get to uh, get Cornelius McCoy back? I know he was like he was uh, on for probably 20, 25 snaps, I guess, on Saturday, but uh, still working his way back, obviously. Yeah, you know, it's it's great. You know, and, uh, Sam has uh, battled that ham- hamstring injury just like McCoy has the last few weeks. You know, to see him finally get back on the field, you know, I don't even know if they've been on the field together. And, ooh, it's been a while. It's been a while. And those are two very, very good receivers for us. Uh, he brings a great energy. Uh, every single day and to have him back on the field, which it was fantastic. I love seeing him because uh, I just think the energy is there. And, and, you know, some of these guys can run out there and they got, I call it pseudo hype, you know, like they, they want to yell and scream. They really don't want to be there, man. When, you, when he's out there, uh, he's ready to go. He's ready to play. That's what I love about him. Yeah, so very important to have those rep weapons. The rushing attack has been strong for the Panthers, but having McCoy and Pickney on the outside is a, a big part of the offense and Trent speaking of the offense a little bit of defense as well a big part of the team's improved play over the past few weeks has been sophomore linebacker Jamil Muhammad he start came into Georgia State as a quarterback but after a few practices he converted to the the linebacker position a few years ago the converted quarterback had a crucial sack and forced fumble in coastal care in the coastal Carolina win able to actually catch up with him earlier this week before this Arkansas State contest. Topics included that crucial sack and forced fumble uh, in the, the victory, uh, the, the, team creating, the defense creating more turnovers. Once again, initially entering Georgia State as a quarterback, transitioning to a linebacker, and the team's preparations for the Arkansas State contest on November 20th. Here is Jamil Muhammad from one of our latest editions of Fighting Peaches. 
All right, good day, everybody. This is Zemar Self-Tooth, the Sports Enquirer, and we're happy to be joined for another edition of Fighting Peaches, this time with Georgia State football player Jamil Muhammad. Uh, Jamil, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. How about yourself? Doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Big win off of coming off of that Coastal Carolina victory. Uh, let's start with there. First win over a ranked opponent, team that came in with a lot of attention. You're able to go on the road and get the victory. What was that like for you and the team to put your, get that victory and keep yourself in a conference championship contention? Um, you know, it was, it was really a blessing. And I think it was awesome to see me and my teammates just gel as one. And we've been talking about it all year, just complimenting each other, uh, offense, complimenting defense, special teams, complimenting both. So um, and I think it was just all around great effort from, you know, from the coaching all the way down to the players. So it was awesome to just see us come out with a W and just see people, you know, thrive in spots. Uh, that's been getting better and better every year. Or, yeah, not every oh, year. Sure, sure, Jamil. You had the defensive play of the day. The team was leading by one uh, late in the fourth quarter. You were able to get a sack on Bryce Carpenter, Co- Coastal's quarterback, uh, forced to fumble, return, re- recovered by your teammate. Take me back to that play. Uh, was there a pre-snap read that you saw that you can get off, uh, get uh, attack the quarterback and get the sack? And what was that like for you having that big play? Um, I mean, like I said, you know, from the past question, it was just a blessing. I mean, uh, I've been working very hard each and every, each and every day after practice. I watched a lot of film. So um, it was kind of just, you know, the gut feeling, intuition of me feeling like, you know, it was a big down. And I, if I recall, it was third and 13. So uh, they had really no choice but to pass it. You know, they're on our side of the field. So, um, you know, I, I really just went for it and I just used my instincts. Um, and I just knew it was a time to make a play and I knew I had to be the one. Yeah, and we've spoken with Coach Elliott in the past, during the start of the season, about the team not creating turnovers, uh, not taking advantage of those opportunities. But in this this run that you've had, I think four of your last five victories, you've had at least a turnover in each of those victories. What's changed on the defensive end to uh, get the turnovers and create those opportunities? Um, I feel like in the past we were, you know, too concerned about getting the turnover um, instead of just taking one play at a time. Um, and I feel like, you know, we have some of the best playmakers in the country. So I feel like here lately we've just been focusing on uh, one play at a time and just, you know, um, helping each other, communicating, um, you know, everything else is falling in line. Yeah, and what about you personally? Some may not be aware, but you came in as recruited as a quarterback uh, into mm-hmm. the program, but now you've been tra- you transitioned to a linebacker and had success there. What led to that transition and uh, what's that been like for you? as far as your, your playing time in your career? Right. So uh, what, led, what led to it, I would just say, um, I mean, you know, I guess it was just the opportunity that my coaches felt was there for me. Um, and me and my parents, we sat down and talked about it. Um, and we seen that things weren't going as we would have liked it to um, on the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, I think it was just something that God put in, my, put in, you know, put in place for me, and I just took it and ran with it. Um, and how I handled it, I mean, you know, I just, you know, at first I was in a slump, I guess you could say, but it just took time and prayer and work. And um, I'm the type, you know, I can adapt to anything. So that's all it took is a little bit of, you know, adapting. And I'm fine now. Did you ever play the defensive position with any part of the field on defense before coming to Georgia State? Or did you at least have some familiarity with hitting um, somebody in that way? The last time I, you know, was able to just hit somebody on defense was probably when I was maybe seven. But, you know, I've always had the instincts um, to be, to play either either side. Um, and I was being recruited for it out of high school, but, you know, I was so, you know, gung-ho on a quarterback. So. 
So did you play a little bit of uh, defense in high school that people had some tape on you that, or did people see even at high school level that you have, you'd have potential on the defensive end? Yeah, well, they, they seen potential. The coaches, you know, came at me and they felt as if, you know, I would be a, um, a potent force for their defense, um, you know, but as far as getting any high school reps, no, sir, I didn't. Okay. What's it been like defensively? Do you like it now? Are you adjusted to it? Or is it still a little bit different being on that side of the ball for you? Um, no, I've, I've actually adapted to it pretty well. Um, you know, I, 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 like I said, I work very, very hard. So um, when it comes to game time, it's, it's starting to feel a little bit more natural than at first. Um, and, you know, I'm really starting to have fun with it. You know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of, you know, um, great teammates um, that I can easily adapt to on the field. Um, they help me, they communicate with me and, you know, we just meet each other halfway. So it's not, it's not as hard as people may think. Yeah. Does it help also having an offensive mind as far as reading the offense, uh, as far as from a defensive, defensive perspective or kind of knowing tendencies and patterns of situational, uh, do you have that, is that advantage for you? just knowing how offensive think because you were a quarterback? Oh, mo- most definitely. Um, most definitely. I-, I feel like sometimes I may, it may look as if I'm cheating the play, um, but it's just me knowing what's coming. Um, and sometimes it has put me out of, out of position, but most times, you know, it puts me in position to, to make the play. And now it's just up to me to make the plays. And that's what I've been doing here lately is starting to make the plays necessary to help my team succeed. So. Yeah. And how's it feel? The team is at a very unique place right now. Yes, I said, you're still in contention for the, the Eastern Division title. Uh, that could lead to you know, some bigger things for you. How's the team handling that as you get ready for uh, Arkansas State this Saturday? Uh, like you said, we're getting ready for Arkansas State. You know, all those other things, um, you know, obviously all we can do is handle and focus on what we can focus on. Um, and, you know, today we practice and tomorrow we'll focus on Wednesday practice. And then the day after that, then we'll focus on our state. So um, as far as the uh, conference championship contention you know that's um it's in our hands but however it's you know we, we need a little bit of help along the way so like I said we're just going to continue to focus on what we can focus on and that's our attitude our energy and our effort every single day of practice yeah and then lastly Arkansas State itself you face some teams that like to run the ball a lot uh, Army uh, Appalachian State complete opposite Arkansas State I think they throw the ball up to 70 times per percentage wise uh, in their offense How's that adjustment been for you as far as preparing for a team that you know is going to throw the ball a lot from your linebacker spot? Uh, well, me being an outside linebacker, I feel like um, I love the adjustment definitely from last week because, you know, they they have a, a higher chance of passing, like you said. So that means I get to go eat a little bit more um, on the tackles and instead of having to be concerned too much about the run game. So I feel like it's going to be another fun weekend, um, and I can't wait to go out and get the W of my team. Yeah, we thank Jamil for joining us and opening up about his time at Georgia State and preparing for Arkansas State. That concludes this edition of the Central State of Georgia Athletics. As always, to follow everything that we do, go to the mothership, the sportsinquire.net, premier site for news and notes in the world of sports. You can also go to our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the Sports Inquire. And finally, subscribe to us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Until next time, good fight, good night, and be safe.